Hi, this is Jake Plummer, and you're listening to the One Star Recruits Podcast. You know, I say a lot of times I'm not a scientist, you know, and I see things coming, and then you're like, what do you do? They're just here for a short time and a good time, not a long time, baby. He needs a challenge, and now he wants to, he usually wins with, like, first and second stringers. He probably wants to win with, like, third and fourth stringers. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eddie George on One Star Recruits Podcast. These guys do it the best. Love you guys. There are two Ronaldos. There are only one in it. This is Ines, I'm very happy to be here and don't miss any, any of the shows. They are amazing. Hey, everybody, this is Dickie B on the One Star Recruits podcast, and they've been awesome, baby. baby, baby. Yo, One Star Recruits, episode 12. Welcome back to the studio, boys. What up, Rip? Terry Bradshaw, episode 12. Mm. Oh, T. Brady, but good call with Terry Bradshaw. Brady's basic. You guys got to study more. How about Kenny Anderson? Okay, Andrew Luck. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll just cherry pick until... It's a Ray for Alston. Richie's Googling. He's trying to... Winston, don't even help him. Winston, yeah, get on this for us, man. What was Ray for Alston? 12? 12? Good call. Yeah, and so is LaMarcus Aldridge, one of these guys... um, who worked was with Pop. I thought Pop was going to get that jobby job job in Brooklyn. We had a couple Whoops. clubs last week. Yeah, Steve Nash, man, our, our former Phoenix Sun. What a, what a shock out there in Brooklyn. Warrior, special assistant. It's crazy. It was shocking, I think, to everybody. But if you think about it for two seconds, it totally makes sense. His relationship with KD, his relationship with Sean Marks. He, he was under Kerr, so he's the he apprentice. I mean, he got to, to audit that year. And like they said, now he's kind of getting ready to teach his the class. His relationship with Brooklyn. He plays club soccer, if I'm not mistaken. Stanga in Brooklyn, like he's he loves that city, man. He's New York. He loves New York. He's always out there. So this makes too much sense. Uh, as a Warrior fan, I hate seeing. I hated seeing KD go, and now I. This just smells like it's going to be great. Nets, War- Nets Warriors like finals next year. Anybody? I'm not ruling that out. Mm. Yeah, go ahead and uh, like Seinfeld. You know, New York is not. New York is coming back. If this happens the way it kind of <laughs> might play out, Brooklyn might bring back New York as a city. You know, real estate might go back up there, saying. Oh, it's it's luxury market will be fine out there. It's It'll been trending that way for a while, though, man. Brooklyn's been on the on the come up for years now, so this this might be the the cherry on the top, you know. Yeah, what, what what's not on the come up is your sources in the Northeast, Rip. <laughs> And yeah. We did talk a little bit about consequences. Should you lose an eyebrow for that one? Well, the, this is my question. Did, did the there had to be a miscommunication somewhere? Was it Steve Belichick's fault? Was it the Uber driver's it, fault? For the listeners who don't know, Rip did uh, uh, let some breaking news slip from a source. Um, sure did. From a, having to be an Uber driver uh, from Bill Belichick's son. However, it was a miss, uh, and 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 ended up signing in Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. So we got Leonard to the Bucks and not the Pats for anyone keeping track. And uh, you know. <laughs> happens but we, we, keep we, taking we, swings rip i oh, love it how do you not take that to the bank an uber driver dms you slides into like your a DMs? Clean lead. You take that to the bank that yeah, felt no, that felt good but no we did say we were pretty that. sure no one else is getting that info yeah we said we we're pretty sure so yeah i got a tweet from uh, arthur and tempe saying that he thought that was pretty good that we missed on it so he's like no it's all about laughing during <laughs> quarantine so let's keep taking some swings out here arthur vandalay Ar- yeah arthur man he's active active he really pumped up that we got this pop-up here and uh let us know about it on Twitter. Thank I want to apologize, actually, to you too, Rip. I, uh, Winston let me know. Uh, we were listening to the last episode, and we do these little number things in the beginning of the show numbers, you know? And you said Isaiah Thomas, and then I said Isaiah Thomas. So I want to learn from Inez's 
podcast and teaching us to be better at this to be a lot of better listeners i don't apologize for no i do that all the time i thought you were just reiterating it for our indiana listeners so uh, really good. actually call. that was on my heart i was doing that you know winston disagrees don't on. beat yourself up too much dk i fully black out when you guys were talking so. <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember the last three minutes <laughs> carry on oh man well we had an early morning interview with um with marvin lewis at arizona state and uh I tell you what, I got up for that interview pretty quick as soon as I saw the, the, the sick shirt he was wearing, you know? Yeah. The ASU gear is so clean. <laughs> Maybe he'll send us some of it out, but Mar- Marv Lewis, legendary defensive coach. we got a great interview yeah, coming cool up with too, him. Yeah, cool, too, man. We keep getting these cool people who, you know, it's a little shocking how down-to-earth they are uh, once uh, we get them here in the studio. Good golfer, too. Marvin's yeah, good golfer. Said he had six birdies last week at his course in AZ out in Scottsdale. Obviously, this is the former coach of the Bengals, too, for 16 years. Probably mm-hmm. the best coach besides Steve Weich that they've ever had. I mm-hmm. mean, people kind of give him kind of a bad because he never won any playoff games, but he was their second-best coach of all time, probably. And right? every, everyone knows he wants to get back to the NFL, but like we were talking earlier, like Tempe's not a bad place to be, man. He's able yeah. to golf out there at Desert Highlands uh, every day. He like it out there. Oh, yeah. he, had, uh, he was in discussion for the Cowboys job, so this guy's the real deal. So he joins us later in the episodes, staying put in Tempe. Uh, we did an inaugural episode, and we got good early feedback on your guys' Arizona State University knowledge. And since we have Marvin on, I figure I'm going to run this one back a little bit. And... Uh, we're going to do a true or false ASU style. I'm going to give you both five questions. Okay. And just like we did hockey last week, uh, you're either going to get it or you're going to miss it. So, we uh, missed last week on hockey. I think Rip, sta- <laughs> Rip started uh, last week, so I thought we'll start with staying up this week. You guys ready? Oh boy. Any questions, <laughs> concerns, <laughs> advice? Just say true or false. Is it true or false? True or false, yeah. Okay. okay. All right, and best out of five. Oh, All right, boys. Staying against, against the hockey questions. I always get pumped for these. <laughs> Arizona State. Okay. True or false? Stanga. Uh, Sun Devil Stadium is the only stadium between two mountains. True. True. That is correct. The OG bang, bang, bang. original name of that field was uh, Frank Cush Field. Put, put, pass. Nice. All right. Let's go. Number two, Stang. True or false? All three of these fo- the following comedians went to Arizona State University. David Spade. Correct. Steve Allen, the tool man. Jimmy Tim Kimmel. Allen? Tim, Tim Allen. Allen? Uh, Tim Allen. Jimmy Kimmel did... And David Spade did. Tim Allen, I think, got caught in a coke bus. So he, like back in the early seventies, so he might have gone to ASU. If, if it was not Tim Allen, and if it was Steve <laughs> Allen, who also I also believe is a comedian. <laughs> no. True or false? All three of those guys. I'll went say to Ari- false. That is actually true. And and Winston, you need to give me better advice on Steve Allen. I've never heard of him, and I thought he was a tool man. We'll circle back on that one. Okay, but circle back, Winston. But I know Kimmel did and Spade did. Good right? comedians. A lot, of, a lot of people don't know that, man. It's good it's, comedians. That shocked me. I was like, shit, that's good. What Food's else are funny. we good for? Man, we got journalists. We got, you know, in real, we got our comedians. We, that's it. Stank. All right. You are. So we met. Wait, true or false on that one? Yeah, I said, no, I said false, but. All right, so it's up in the You got one. All right, number three. Moving on. Before A Mountain was A Mountain as we know it, it had the letters AA, which stood for Arizona Agriculture. True or false? False. Oh, false. That is correct. Do you know what, it's, what the letters were before A Mountain? Uh, a. Just one letter A, like Inez. A. <laughs> I so confidently that you knew that. That's not, absolutely not I'm right at all. Rips. The letters were TN, TN, which stood for Tempe Normal School. Oh, every every college was a normal college back right. in the 1800s. I remember. Actually, that. fun fact: it's not involved in here. I don't think. Actually, it might be. So I'll save it. Okay. If you guys don't tell it, remind me. I have a okay. fun fact about um, normals. Right. Um, okay, Stanga. Nice, I got that one. Uh, Nick Nolte played for the ASU golf team. True or false? Whoa, whoa, blue chips. Uh, Great mugshot. Yeah. Best mugshot ever. 
True? Uh, false. He was actually on a scholarship to the football team. Oh. Nick Nolte. One star, one Good star. Good question. Clean. Okay. Okay, I've missed that one. All right, last question for Stanga. The university has more than 1,100 1, clubs, and the average GPA is 3.42. True I, or false? I believe the clubs. I cannot believe the GPA, but sounds I'll still... A high. That sounds way too high, <laughs> so I'll say false. False. The answer is actually true. 3.42, and that comes no directly way. from the Arizona State website. You know, I, made, I hope that's not Sorry fake news. Sorry about bringing it down, You then, can guys. tell any story with numbers. <laughs> we'll All right, what did we get here, Stang? We got uh, not bad. Three out of five. Let's see what you got, Rip. All right. All right. True or false, Rip, Arizona State. Let's go. Uh, there are over 900 palm trees on campus. True or false? That is absolutely true. There's got to be 2,000 or more. There's a lot of palm trees, but it's a very false. There are 300 <laughs> palm trees on campus. I love the confidence with Rip's answers. <laughs> Let's go. Number two, uh, the ASU U of A game is played annually. It's the Territorial Cup. We know all about that. True or false, this is the oldest trophy in NCAA history. SEC, all these other leagues. That is absolutely true. Um, unbelievably, but it's true. That is true. That's wild. Bang. For extra credit, do you know the year uh, the first one was played? 1876? Yeah, I think that's the one of the ocean blue years, but this is Thanksgiving <laughs> Day, 1899. Ooh, good knowledge across right. the board. All right, all right, all right. So, Rip, though, no, that's uh, a one for two here. Yep. All right. Sparky was the OG mascot of Arizona State. True or false? That is false. It was something else. That is correct. Nice, Rip. It was, uh, it was first an owl in 1899, and then in 1922, it became a bulldog. Okay. Well done, Rip. Nice. Good to know. Two for three. All right, moving into number four, Rip. So this is good. So you just need two for the win, one for the tie. True or false, Sparty was created by Walt Disney, the current mascot. Sparky was created by Walt Disney. It's, it's, a, it's a, a great, great backstory. Stanger doesn't know shit. Stanger doesn't know any yeah, of that. What are you talking about? You just tied me. Okay, you got to still get this one. To, you still got to get this one to win. That's right, right. Rip. Uh, 1951. We knew Rip was uh, Walt Disney. We're here, in, we're here in Southern California. No, I didn't know that. Crazy. Nice one, Rip. All right, for the win. Comes down to no, it. No, 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 no. Two popes have visited the ASU campus. True or false? That's true. I, I watched one of them live. I believe it was 96, and the other one was before that. Amazing. You, it's completely <laughs> false. That is completely false. <laughs> we have a tie, folks. That, confidence is unbelievable. The truth, a, the truth is that one pope has visited Sun Devil Stadium, and that was Pope Don, John Paul II in 1987. That's so we, one I watched. We have a tie. <laughs> um, let me do a quick tiebreaker for you guys. Uh, Stanga really quickly, and this is off the top of my head. True or false, uh, Nello's Pizza is on University Avenue. False. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> All right, Riff, uh, last one for you. Um, Larry Fitzgerald has a house near the Arizona Cardinals Training Center. No, that's a bad question. Oh, I'm gonna give it to Sanga. You're gonna you've, you've won this you've won this series because I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't th I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't think so. Because I, 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 we don't even know if one of my answers is right with Steve Allen. That's true. I will have to get back here. Though. That was fun. Arizona State. You guys are pretty good, though. Richie. I'm very impressed with your Arizona State knowledge. Actually, my false confidence. <laughs> I mean, even the ones that you did know, I was very impressed on you too, Sanga. I feel like Rip went ten for ten last week and five for five today with his <laughs> answers. I, you could tell me any different, but that's it's all about the presentation, man. baby. Nah, that's good stuff, man. Real, real, real quick, can we talk about the? Uh, uh, the ASU Game 7, Lou Dort against James yeah. Harden, because we talked about the last week at the end of the show. We re we're really pulling for Harden, but, man, our guy Lou Dort, young what kid. About that? He's not even 21 years old. I mean, unbelievable game. What was that, him. endorphins, or is that just a flash in the pan, or is that... that the ASU clutch gene, Is that 
little bit. It. You know, there you know too. The you said the ASU these guys. No uh, ASU clutch team. Oh, but who had that? Harold uh, Mario Bates have that? <laughs> no, John Rom. We got. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. We're looking for James Harden to, to gather that. If you will, you send he, it his way. Uh, I wish he, he had that so block at the end of the game, though, man. He did have huge. that block. That was like a big brother. Like he saw Lou Dort, and he's like, "No, no, no, yeah. not not my little bro from ASU is going to get this on me." That was like pride that came out right there. Do you guys think there's a little bit of uh, of Lou Dort just not knowing as like being like a little? He plays big. He's a great player, and he's very mature. But just not knowing yeah. the size of the position he was well, into, it also, it's like hey, there's there's no crowd in the bubble, so that that's got to be a factor. He played so well. Mm-hmm. He very impressive. Rookie though, struggle yeah. on the road, especially in Game Seven. So you're right. That's a huge factor. So who knows how much that made a difference? But yeah, he stepped up, man. Kudos to him, and he's got he's got a great career ahead of him. Yeah, we'll keep you guys posted on NBA. Lots of stuff coming up this week uh, all over that that side. You guys got any um, other ASU takes before we close the book on ASU and dig into this Marvin Lewis interview? No, but I have one more thing about Arizona is uh, everyone recognized the beat at the beginning of the show. Our boy, Justin Leon. And DK, you can talk a little bit, bit about this because you worked with him on doing that. But what an incredible job. Yeah, we got a, we got, we're, we're getting uh, official. So uh, Gel One Beats uh, produced our intro, and that's an original beat that he produced. Uh, super talented cat, so check him out on Instagram. And uh, check out Marvin Lewis on Instagram, actually, in the interview. If you like what you hear, you can go ahead and hit him up and say... Uh, Twitter, Twitter. He's Twitter, I'm sorry. Yeah, Twitter. He was... Uh, but but he's a... He's uh, coming around to social. You know, he's a football guy. He's so you got to give him a little slack, right? Big but he's football coming around. guy. <laughs> Just opening up on social. I was getting that. You can encourage him to encourage uh, some one-star communication so we can keep bringing you folks from ASU because he was awesome. So enjoy this interview. Now joining the One Star Recruits podcast, we have a former NFL Coach of the Year, the current co-defensive coordinator of the Arizona State Sun Devils, and the pride of McDonald, Pennsylvania, and Fort Cherry High School, Marvin Lewis. How are you today, right. Coach? I'm doing good. Uh, it's excellent. It's good to be here with you guys. I want to take it back a little ways because you grew up near Pittsburgh playing football, and you know, out of high school, I know you were going to walk on at Purdue, but Idaho State came in and offered you a scholarship to play all the way across the country in the Big Sky Conference. Now, our show is called the One Star Recruits because, you know, look at us, but <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like you were too far off from that as a player. Am I right? Are you one of us, Coach? Yeah, I'd be one of you. I'd be one of those nuts and bolts that makes everything go round. There it is. Perfect. Well, Coach, let me ask you this on the, along the same lines. Uh, uh, Rip here has a birthday coming up. He's a Libra. I actually am a Virgo. I have a birthday coming up. I know you're a September 23rd Libra. Do you do any uh, special meals or anything? Any any small little Coach Lewis things that you just do for yourself when that time comes around? I, I'm, I'm trying to get a ping pong tournament going this year. That's how one-star I am. That's my goal. Well, for my no, for this I, I, think, I think we would have uh, uh, pineapple upside-down cake Ooh. would be the deal. Ooh. Uh, so at the uh, <clears throat> at the dinner meal, whether it was at the stadium for the coach's meal that yep. night, we would have a little special dessert, pineapple upside down cake, or at home or whatever. When I was growing up, that was what my mom would make. So I love uh, that's, that's probably the most too. special thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna thank you for that. I'm gonna remind my wife to add that to the dessert repertoire. I, I <laughs> forgot about pineapple, pineapple upside down cake. Thank you, coach. Let yeah. me ask you, let me take it back to football. Um, you know, you kind of became a household name for us. We grew up on the, on the West Coast here. Uh, really for us in 2000s when you built that amazing uh, defense in Baltimore. Uh, you know, let me ask you this. If you were building a defense now in life, uh, I know you work with a lot of college kids now. You were building a defense now in life. 
Uh, what play calls would you drop for people just kind of playing defense now during the pandemic, waiting to play offense? You know, a lot of us want to play offense, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, what are some opportunities that you would drop for one stars as play calls right now, um, just in life? Well, I, I think the biggest thing right now is, you know, we all uh, got in touch uh, more with family and so forth. And, and I yeah. think we found different ways uh, to keep ourselves busy, to keep ourselves fit uh, because gyms were closed and everything. Uh, you saw a lot more walkers and so forth and uh, bikers and everything. And I just think that's, we really, uh, we went without sports on TV. Yeah. So we found a, a lot of family, uh, somewhat family oriented shows and sitcoms and everything. Uh, so really you, you look at what we went, we've gone through since mid March, uh, it's really been a, a big change in society uh, that way. And then we've gone from that to uh, the, our, our, the social injustice and so forth that's come along with it. So there's been a lot of uh, soul searching, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of rekindling relationships for some people and, and so forth. Yeah, thank you. And in my household, too, it's really it's opened a lot of doors and ways of thinking just in terms of maybe new careers for people or passions that people weren't able to itch before that now they've had some time to, to scratch those passions that lead to new beginnings. So that's great advice, Coach. Thank you. Coach, we love that, but we've got you on. we got to get to some football. I turned on the TV last night or the other night. I saw Frank Gore's kid playing. So I was like, okay, we're back, baby. Crazy. <laughs> uh, which is amazing as a Niner fan. But the Pac-12 isn't playing, and we're Pac-12 guys. So wh- what are you doing? How are you keeping these kids focused? Uh, or at least kind of eye on the ball, because I think in January we're looking to play some football. Well, what we uh, coaches kind of, Herm's kind of come up with is we kind of have a four-week rotating schedule uh, where for the last two weeks uh, we've spent a, a day in the meeting room, in the classroom, and a day kind of in the walkthrough mode uh, with the players. And then they've had strength and conditioning. And then the other rotation is just strength and conditioning. And then another rotation where it's just with the coaches. So, so that everybody gets kind of a little bit of break. It's four days a week for the players. Um, You know, we're still in our morning uh, schedule routine, like we would be in the fall here when we practice in the morning um, that way. So uh, we're trying not to wear out the players, but really had fun, uh, particularly just teaching guys the essence of football. Yeah, it's amazing. There's really not enough time in college football to teach them what they don't know. So we've been able to try and slow it down and, and, and teach them real fundamentals, basics of football, understanding leverage and inside and outside and what man to man means and what zone means and things like that. That Sometimes you don't have enough time to go back and, and make sure everybody understands uh, really at the at the foundation uh, of what it, the meaning of it is. So, so it's been good. It's been fun. Um, you know, we are, like you said, we're trying to keep them focused so that they uh, uh, have the opportunity that when we get a chance uh, to start up they're they're in good position. Nice. Oh, I love that. That, that. That's awesome. Because I got to say as an ASU guy, it's crazy. It is amazing for our fans that we have NFL legendary coaches on our staff. It, it's amazing. It feels, it feels surreal it. as an ASU fan. And so does it feel, I mean, you're in it and I know you're one of the legendary coaches, but you got Raiders, you got Herm has just developed a, a beautiful culture and a beautiful staff. Do you see the kids looking at you guys different? Like 
this isn't supposed to happen. I'm not supposed to have coach Lewis here as my defensive coordinator, but he's potentially the greatest defensive coordinator of all time. Right. So oh, cool. do the kids look at you guys different or treat you different. Cause you've got that NFL background. Well, I do think you do get to a degree of reverence. I, I, I think there's no question about that, but I think the biggest, the, the, the part of it is, is, you know, every kid, the difference when I was in college football 28 years ago, the NFL, and I was at University of Pittsburgh, my last place I coached in college. We had a lot of NFL players, had a lot of first-round draft picks. But the NFL was the unspoken word. Now it's expected in three years. That's what's expected by these kids. And I think that's the difference is we're able to really uh, uh, reinforce to them what it takes to make it and stay and play on that level. Um, not just get there, but be able to stay there because what they don't understand is you're competing for the job, not just for the season, but, but basically week to week and, and, and the understanding, the finality. So last season when different guys would get released, uh, particularly big name, be like, coach, they just cut. So yeah, it's what they do, man. They cut you. <laughs> and you, you're not promised that you're there if you don't perform. And if you can't uh, stay in tow, if you don't know how to do the small things, and, and like if I tell you to wear ASU issue, okay, I don't want to see you in a white T-shirt. You know, yeah. that's the easiest part of your day is how you got dressed to come over here. You know, that ASU issue is very clean, by the way, too. You guys got some of the cleanest fits out there. Yes. so. So, and, and they got a ton of stuff. Yeah. So there's no problem for them to wear a issue issue. I, I said, so what if, you know, everybody else, you're right, Johnny, everybody else here is wrong. Okay. <laughs> so we would all have, we could have green, we could have purple. We could have a lot of orange, we could have a lot of different colors around here if we didn't do it that way. And, and that's the easiest thing you had to do today. It's not cover the go route. It's not play the double team. You know, it's not spill the ball to the perimeter. It's that's the easy thing that we're teaching you to do is to be disciplined on what to do, be on time and be where you're supposed to be. And so that's the thing that, you know, like we tell these guys, you know, pretty soon what happens in the NFL is that position coach, he's your champion. And then when you don't do what he tells you to do time and time again, he gets tired of it. The coordinator is already tired of it. He's ready to run your butt out of there anyway. But the position coach keeps champion. And then sooner or later, they get you out of there. They're tired of wasting their time on you, and, and you can't get the little things right. So we're really trying to impart that because that's really the success of what we'll have here. Yes. is to be able to do the little things right. You know, that goes back to Coach John Wooden's philosophy back back in the 60s, the early 70s, you know. That's a, that, that translates to life, and that's what's so great about you guys and what, how you're teaching these kids is because whether you go on to the NFL or whatever walk of life, you're preparing them as best as yeah. possible for anything they encounter. How to take notes, how to study, how to eat correctly, how to go to sleep at night, turn off your device, okay? Turn it off. Put it down. You don't need to have it in your hand 24-7. And it doesn't matter what someone else The only that matters is what the people in this building here say about you. What people outside say about you, that doesn't matter. That's not doing anything for you. But 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 making you one way or another. And you know what? And in a week from now, they can say the opposite. And again, it still shouldn't matter to you. 
Hey, Coach, uh, speaking of uh, devices, I, I see uh, you joined Twitter a few months ago. How, how's this adjustment been for you? I'm sure you're hearing all kinds of interesting music in the locker room. Are you are you coming back to college? Are you feeling young and hip again? What's going on over there? Well, well here, here, here's that here's that phone. There it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. A nice one. Okay. So so that's the, the ASU phone. And, uh, you know, they send me what to retweet, okay? Because gotcha. okay. <laughs> otherwise, I, I'm no, I'm not like the rest of these guys, coaches <laughs> in here that are constantly this and that. And they're like, hey, hey, coach, retweet this and follow that guy. And then so they can do it for me. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the process, though. But I keep reminding these guys. I tell them all the time. I said, hey, AP. I don't want the guy we got to talk to every day. I said, that guy's high maintenance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if, if that's the reason the guy's choosing to come to Arizona State, is that really the guy you want? Yeah, right. And, you know, that, that you got to, you know, stroke him each and every that, That's not, because that's not happening. It ain't happening when he leaves here for sure. You know what I'm saying? When he goes to play for pay, that, that doesn't happen that way. No. And, uh, you know, you, you got to have some passion about what you want to do and have passion about where you are. And you got to be there for a reason. Coach, speaking of passion, you got leadership and passion there in your in your your staff. And we're big Herm fans. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was lucky enough to play golf in one of Herm's uh, foundational events in Monterey. And he's passionate on the golf course. Who is the better golfer? You or Herm? Uh. You know, I think I think he kind of always starts out uh, <laughs> a little better than me, and then I can finish a little strong because okay. he gets prepared. We were playing the in the uh, American Century Tournament together in Tahoe, and uh, and he he comes. I mean, I'm watching him hit balls on the range. I'm like, hey, you've been practicing, man. <laughs> <laughs> you looking good. And then, and then we always would play the first round together. And then I would see him, and then my wife would always follow him, you know. And uh, they would always, you know, follow. They they, they quit me. They would go follow Herm because he's more entertaining. What's your, what's your handicap? What's uh, your handicap? Are you pretty good golfer? Well, I'm getting better. My index now, I think, is a ten now, ten two or something. So oh, it's come down. Solid. Yeah, very solid. Yeah, solid. I still haven't gotten solid. into that single day. I had my best my best round ever last a week ago Saturday. I shot seventy seven with six birdies, so I felt pretty good. Oh. And I had a triple, so it was Whoa. good. What course? Give a, you want to give an Arizona course a shout out? We love Arizona yeah. love. Well, I where the my my home course where I live, Desert Highlands. Oh, oh yeah, beautiful. Great. There you go. Coach, you know, we end every interview with a rapid fire segment where I give you some quick hitters and you just let me know what comes to your mind when you hear these questions. And, and I have a good one for you because you've lived that coach's life, you know, eight, eight stops in 40 years. And uh, for us, we love food. So I'm going to give you some cities you've stopped in. And I just want to hear a couple words about the dining scene, you know, maybe a favorite <laughs> restaurant or particular food you remember from each place. Does that work? Yep. Okay. All right, let's go all the way back to Idaho. I know you were in Pocatello for about eight years. Everyone always hears about the famous potatoes. What was your top food spot up there in your early 20s? Well, the top food stop, stop was uh, called the Sandpiper because I can never afford to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now yeah, it's always yeah. funny now when you go back, you're like, we couldn't afford to go in here. <laughs> <laughs> now you walk in with your head up, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So All right. Yeah. Now, uh, Pittsburgh, I know this is a softball for you because you were born and raised there and you also coached at Pitt and with the Steelers. But what do I need to try next time I'm in the Steel City? Oh, you got to have Permani brothers. 
Oh yeah, the famous yeah. the famous uh, sandwich with the French fries on it and and oh, everything. And uh, you got to have the Manny Brothers. Uh, I, when I coached at Pitt, I, I worked with guys who grew up in Pittsburgh as well. So I learned so much more about Pittsburgh that the first 30 years of my life, I had no idea of. <laughs> so it was awesome. Well, you know the good stuff now. What, uh, okay, Baltimore, I know, known for the crab cakes for sure. Whether, whether it's those or something else, what's a hidden gem over there in Baltimore? Little Italy. Ooh. You got to go down uh, off the waterfront to Little Italy and just fabulous little um, – like like little small houses almost restaurants that just nope. fabulous food. Sounds um, European. Yeah, it, it is. It's just amazing. And then we we live by a family um, that uh, the Liberatories who had a number mm-hmm. of different restaurants and stores, and so they actually ended up being our neighbor. The first year, uh, one of their their brothers, their four brothers, and they catered our food at the uh, for the Ravens. The really for the first inaugural wow. season of the Ravens, they were the wow. official caterer of the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, the wow. best raviolis, right? Great raviolis. Uh, raviolis, uh, you know, one of my favorites is chicken marsala. Uh, oh, you know, wow. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. Let's, uh, we can't leave out Cincinnati. We're there for 16 years. Do you ever crave that Cincinnati chili? No, I never got to be a big Cincinnati chili fan other than on the Coney dogs, uh, with yeah. that, but you got great steakhouses, great restaurants, uh, in, in Cincinnati, you know, uh, uh, you have, uh, Oh my gosh! Now it's funny you you ask him, uh, <laughs> but, but we would spend a lot of time, uh, you know, at Eddie Merlot's. But uh, you also have Jeff Ruby's restaurant, steakhouses, and so forth. Montgomery and Ribs. Uh, that's uh, one of the ones that I think that people, when they come to visit Cincinnati, they go to Montgomery Inn and have ribs. Okay, that's great. We're going to put all these in the show notes, Coach Coach Lewis, so so our listeners can check them out when they're in these cities. And For last sure. one, uh, last one, Tempe, I mean, DK and I both grew up there. So that one's close to our hearts. You know, he spent almost every weekend at Ted's hot dogs over on Broadway. And yeah, I love it. What, what's been your go-to spot so far? Wow. I've never been there, but, but coach Herm last year, we would go get Lucille's, these ribs from Lucille's beef ribs. Ooh, okay. And uh, that's over here in Tempe also. And uh, that would be one of the ones that, uh, uh, last year when, when, of course, when his wife had gone back to Monterey, that he would eat like that. <laughs> right. Right. Shout out to Lucille's. There you go. One of Tempe's <laughs> finest. Uh, Coach, Co- Coach, let me ask you uh, to wrap this up here. We had a uh, TJ Huchmanzada actually did our cameo where the guys can read our, your fantasy football teams. Yeah. And he was hilarious. Like he was completely hilarious. I didn't really have any idea. Any memories or anything come to mind about TJ and Chad? Um, just at the top of your head about, you know, their comedy and just, they're, they're pretty funny guys. Well, when I first took the job, uh, there was that, this dude that wore 85 and a guy with a ponytail and that's how <laughs> I knew him. Okay. <laughs> Back in 03. So I took him, uh, we took him to a school, uh, where we were kind of promoting the tutor- tutorial stuff, uh, from the NFL. I can't remember what they exactly called the program now. But they would put uh, tutors in the school to help kids raise their SAT scores and ACT scores. And so we went there to talk at the school. And so I asked them, I said, hey, have you guys, tell me your story. And when they both told me their story, I was like, oh, my gosh, y'all are lucky to be alive, let alone, you know, be in the NFL. And uh, 
And so then I said, hey, have you done this much? And they go, no, coach, we don't do it. And I go, why? He goes, well, because the kids make fun of us. What do you mean they make fun of you? Well, we didn't win, so they, they tease because we didn't win. I said, we can uh-huh. solve that. Just win. You know, yeah. that's easy. Just win. And uh, so the, to really watch the growth of both of them uh, as both players but also as men and as fathers, uh, it, it's been outstanding uh, to watch them and uh, TJ broke his wrist or kind of a sprained wrist pretty bad severe his hand or something the first camp and so so I the, they actually wanted to cut him and I actually saved him and uh, and obviously it worked out great nice. um, worked out right for you yeah and yeah. for him yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very well for him. Oh, yeah. man. Well, Coach, hey, we'll let you get back to work. Anything for anything you, you know, have you spoken to Joe Burrows? Are you are you involved at all with that or, or, or no? And if you could, do you have any advice for him? No, I haven't spoken to Joe. But the only thing I would say is, uh, you know, he's gone to a city that, uh, uh, you know, is really passionate about their football. Great football. And uh, he seems to have great leadership skills. And, uh, you know, the opportunity to make a, a big impact. Um, uh, you know, the hard thing with playing a rookie quarterback is being able to protect the rookie quarterback. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know, I think the NFL this year with no preseason games, it's going to be interesting how things come off, you know, uh, because to me, a lot of jobs are always decided in the preseason. Uh, not, you know, when you don't, you're not playing football in shorts. That, that's just not how it works. So yeah. I think that'll be interesting. Thank you, my man. Hey, good luck this season. Uh, if you, this guy Stanga right here is a very, very good golfer. If you ever find yourself in Newport Beach, give us a buzz. We'd love to take you out. <laughs> With six birdies, coach, I'll take you out. You, you come on to my team anytime. Come on over. See, see, when I coached at Long Beach State, we didn't. I couldn't afford it. I never had time to play golf. Work before play. All right. Thanks, Thank coach. See ya. And welcome back. Another really great interview. The insight from, I say it a lot, it's kind of lame, but it feels so cool to talk to these folks at these levels. And I just, I mean, you guys, are you guys like, is it still cool to you? It's amazing. Rip, you wrote, now you're starting to like, kind of uh it's like a heat check you're starting to bring guests that are timely too that's very topical so like football season football guys basketball playoffs you're bringing in some absolute just bangers rip thank you yeah no i mean these that's the other thing is i think uh you know we're getting some credibility here so people are are willing to come on with us people are getting excited about the show we're getting more and more listeners every week so i think uh when when people hear hear our past shows they're really really looking at uh, being excited about the truth of the matter is people are excited about our guests and then we talk for about 20 minutes so i apologize for (laughs) thank you for putting up those 20 minutes yeah but uh thank you for the 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 folks that do stick with us i'm just kidding there's there's a lot of people that i think they're like they like you saying the interview and are listening now (laughs) (laughs) well they're in luck uh because if they didn't well, I really yeah. was say actually, and one of our listeners came up kind of with this new segment that we're about to do with our locks of the week, right? So, I mean, if you, if you want to contribute to the show, email us at one star recruits at gmail.com, reach out to us on social, and we'll use your stuff. I mean, we love to give we give uh, shout outs to listeners. All yeah, the time. we Absolutely. have we have real life football coming up, and one way that we can 
add value to our one stars and our listeners is we're going to give you some locks and we're going to track them. You know what? What we're going to take swings at the plate, folks. We're taking swings. We're going to be accountable, Rip and I at least. We're going to put our and if things get bad, maybe we just kind there'll of, be consequences. Yeah. Well, you guys can help me on uh, consequences, but I I think that this could be very valuable. So we want to see streaks going, and we're going to start this week. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna hop into a new segment. It's going to be our NFL locks of the week segment. Bang. So uh, we're only going to do two locks, and uh, we'll start. We'll go back and forth. We'll let you guys ping pong these. Um, so uh, if you're pumped up, if you're in the Bay Area, uh, ZJ, go ahead and get your uh, get your notepad out because we're ready to give you some locks. Stango, your Here first we one. Go, baby! I am going basic as possible. Opening night. Look, opening night. But if you look over the past ten years of this friggin' Thursday night game. Take the home team and take the over, baby. Just ride them. And the records are very good. So we're going Kansas City. I don't care if we're going to eat nine points. Eat it. They're going to win by at least nine. Take Kansas City and the over. That's a bonus. The over is a bonus. I've got one more for you guys. But, but does, Kansas does, City does minus nine. Does it make nine. a difference with, with no crowds? Because, I mean, Kansas City is usually fire at home. But, I mean, they're going to be playing in front of nobody on uh, Thursday night. That might be the first time I've thought about that, Rip, since uh, I'm <laughs> since just trying to play that. devil's no but, no, but you're right. You're right. Arrowhead normally gets you. I'm banking on the same stat. I'm just banking on they're still in their home. They don't have to travel. You got Mahomes. They're going to be ready to roll. They got Houston coming in. I like Watson, but we saw the AFC Championship game last year. It was 24-7. Mm-hmm. to 7. They reeled off like 35 straight points in six minutes. Oh. I'm counting on minus nine in the over. Just hammer. All hammer right. City. There it is. Repeat it one more time. Stanger, your first lock. Kansas City versus Houston this Thursday night, minus nine. And the over is a bonus bet. That is not my second bet, but the over is a bonus bet in case you are a Hammer City freak like me, and you want to parlay that, Go ahead and parlay that two-teamer, baby. 20 to win 52. There's one. Let's slide it over to you, Rip. You know, real fast, Rip, David Johnson probably is used to playing in front of no crowds. Where did he go to college? Like in uh, Northern Iowa, right? Yeah, so he's probably (laughs) used to playing. So he might be that you didn't put that into your your parlayed list. That did not work into my calculation. uh, That's another interesting thing. They both have new running backs uh, with the Chiefs with Clyde Edwards, uh, Alare. Lots of uh, X-Factors. He's like going number three and four in some fantasy drafts. I'm not going to say any more for you guys since we have our draft coming up next week, but... He's very, very high, FYI, as a rookie running back. Anyways, three or four seems too early, but I'll get him on the flip of the snake if he's still there. Okay, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going actually behind an established running back. I'm going to go Tennessee as a one point dog at Denver. So I'm, I think they're going to ride Derrick Henry. He's, he's probably going to have at mm. least buck seventy in that game. That makes sense. And I just have no faith in Denver or Drew Locke or Noah Fan any of those guys. I mean Melvin Gordon. The Tennessee has a good defense, but Mike Vrabel, man, I really, I really believe in that guy. They're going to win ten games this year, and who knows? Maybe Tannehill will carry his magic from the playoffs someone was listening game. to eddie george a few weeks ago exactly <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're drinking the kool-aid the one-star kool-aid right there at a little least bit for this week there is a one-star bump and we're gonna find out this week i think <laughs> well, so. we'll see so once again one more time rip your first lock tennessee plus one at denver bang all right let's slide it back to stang stang your second Going with the divisional game, Detroit at home, minus three versus Chicago. Uh, Trubisky's still the starter, so I will continue to bet against them, especially on the road. Uh, <laughs> Should write that down, betters. If Trubisky is the starter, bet against them. That's all, guys. I look at the quarterback all I mean, the time when I'm betting. I like Stafford. Uh, is Foles going to take over mid-game or what? <laughs> he just might, man. I would put him in right away, but... Trubisky, whatever, they, they're locked in for another year, so they'll probably ride him for three, four weeks and, again, find out he's garbage for the fourth straight year or whatever, and so Fools will come in. But 
this week is not that week. He will be playing. So we're going to take the other team. Detroit minus three at home against Chicago. I don't normally go with divisional games. I don't like taking them, especially week one. Mm-hmm. But I like Stafford over Trubisky, so I like minus three. You got them in Kansas City, too. You got a lot of divisional games going, Stank. All right, all right. Um, let's go, Rip. Your second one. What you got? Lock My of the week. Second one. I'm going with two road teams this week uh, <laughs> because there's no fans at either stadium. But uh, I'm going to go Philadelphia minus six at Washington. I think it's a bounce mm. back year for Philly. Wentz is healthy. We got uh, Deshaun Jackson. Always seems to light it up on opening night. He's going against a former team there, and oh, yeah. I just I think the How about Terry Haskins. McLaurin. Everybody loves that guy. I, I like McLaurin, but man, Haskins is throwing to him. I think I think Haskins is still a couple years away from being good, and, and Philly's defense is just going to eat him up. I think. So Great. Philly minus six at Washington. Philly minus six at Washington. We'll put our locks in the show notes. Check the show notes on iTunes, and we will also keep track of these guys. I, like I said, we want a streak city. We do want a streak city. This is good. Rip's always been a great better. I've always gone to him for my input on Sunday mornings when I'm really in the trenches uh, looking at lines. So yeah. we'll see how we do. Let's we do. go undefeated we... on the year, baby. Let's There's go. a little joking in the beginning of this of this podcast where we were just taking some, some moon shots and joking around. But these are serious. We want to be serious. We want to add value. So stay tuned. We'll keep you all posted. Love it. Let's do uh, content of the week. Our recommendations of the week. It's been, uh, it's actually been, it's it's been an interesting week because it seems like we're moving fast, but we're moving slow at the same time, and uh, it's starting to heat back up here a little bit for us in SoCal. So I'll start with my recommendations of the week. uh, Brought to you as always by our friends at Pro Financial Insurance. He's actually running a new promo right now. If you go to his website, tag the email on his website, and just email him one star. That's all you have to put. You can put it staying in the subject line, in the body of the email. Emoji, like an emoji? Just put one star anywhere in the thing. And uh, Nick Barton has committed to, uh, to uh, raffling off $200 to the first 10 people who do that. Ooh. So it's pretty good odds. What are the odds on that? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, lock maybe. 10%. We have his email. So if you're bored, you're listening to this podcast, go to uh, Pro Financial Insurance, Google it, profinancialinsurance.com, click on the email and let him know one star sent to you. Uh, content wreck of the week for myself. This is for all of you uh, 30 to 40-year-olds who suffer stomach pains from eating cheese, uh, fried food, or um, oily food. And I've been having a tough one today. I Ooh. ate a pastrami sandwich last night after the blowout, the Ooh. Clippers blowout. And I just said, I don't know what type of eating that was. But then I tried to sleep, and I could, I could feel it sitting there while I was on vertically. Um, so my recommendation of the week, my, my wife got me uh, this, this freshly brewed ginger juice, and it has been very helpful. So I'm just going to give ginger my wreck of the week. I know you're a big oh, sushi yeah. ginger guy, Stanga. We, we like a ale. Fellow, fellow stomach guy. Fellow stomach problem guy. So this, when you called me with that issue, I was like, right up my alley, bro. This is four times a week. So just hit your acid reducers and ginger. You got a great wife who got you the good ginger. Ginger, the fresh. Yeah, the fresh. You know, value guy rip for you. Good ginger guy. Just line those pockets with a little uh, little bag. Next time you get sushi, ask for some ginger on your way out. You got enough tip, fresh yeah. ginger for your, your tummy for the whole for the whole week. <laughs> good tip to totally change your day around, the ginger juice. I'm feeling better. I do a couple of things. I do a little bit of this joint. It helps when I have stomach problems. And then I'll do a little bit of ginger. Whatever ginger I have, usually okay. Stanga hooks your boy up with some ales. You know, those ginger ales. <laughs> good old Canada dry. But, uh, but fresh ginger is better. Yeah, we got the fresh stuff. So there, it's ginger. If it's not in your life, if you got stomach problems and you have a thought of that go ahead and give it a go what you got rip wreck of the week my wreck of the week is uh is a website called cameo um they're not a sponsor but we not yet we've used them a couple times for to announce our fantasy football draft order 
Uh, it's a website where you, you pay a, a personality, an athlete, an actor. They've got models. They've got everything on there. You pay someone a certain amount to record a message that you send them, mm. and they send it back to you either in an app or just a link, and it's awesome, man. We've got, last year we had uh, Jamal Anderson from the Falcons. Dirty, Dirty Birds. Birds. That was awesome. This year we had TJ Hushman. Who was, who was hilarious. Who was, he's really funny. Yeah, he did a hell of a job, man. I sent him a little script. You can only send him a, a certain amount of words, but he, he added stuff in and takes here. He liked uh, uh, he liked our boy Stanga's team. Yeah, he liked West Coast, Coast Gotti. West Coast Gotti. He liked that one. Well, so, TJ yeah. also is a Newport Newport guy. So That's I right. Know. Maybe he's looking for a house. Down game there. recognized game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe he might be in the market. TJ uh, Stanga Group. But yeah, check <laughs> it out. Cameo.com. They they have I mean thousands it's and fun. thousands. You can do of it for anything. Like right, you can do it like for your grandma's birthday, birthday party. Right. Yeah, it'd be funny to have. I yeah. did not know about it. It was really cool when you sent it over, Rip. I'm not gonna lie, it was really, really cool. I sent it to my dad. He called me after and was like, "What is this, TJ? How does he know about our league?" I was like, "Oh, it's this thing you pay for, you know." And he's like, "That is the coolest thing ever, closer." Because my dad's name is Closer, and then yeah, he's he like, they expe- "He expects me to win. See, he expects me to win." <laughs> so it went over big in the Stanga family. So, Rip, Love thank it, you. Great call. That's a great wreck. Good call uh, for all our listeners. Our, our guest, a couple pods back, Taylor Bashadi has a. a cameo um so she's a, a good one too if you need uh nice some, some fantasy football reads that's good to know nice recto all right slide it over to you stang wreck uh, of the week okay well i can't help it i've got to go to real estate because that's where my head's been in the trenches in the real estate offensive line defensive line we are playing in the trenches baby and the trenches have been in the desert La Quinta, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, but especially La Quinta. So around the country, you're probably noticing people, the fad is leaving the metropolitans and going out to land. They want land, right? So like, you know, you ask people where they're moving from Cali. They're going to Texas, Idaho, Georgia. They're just, they want land. So a lot of guys right now, especially they just want two hours away. They're going La Quinta. It's beautiful. It's a new up and coming golf community. You see in communities with the Kardashians, Tom Brady, Obama, the biggest of the big boys in La Quinta. It's like a little hideaway, like a hideout. So this is not a one-star place. This, this, is, is, <laughs> this is not for your one-stars, I guess, but there's areas in La Quinta for Where do the one-stars one go? Price Joshua Tree? Where are the price Okay, so there's PGA West where you can know you can get condos for like 200k, 250k for two, three-bedroom condos right on the PGA West golf course, which mm. is beautiful. They play the Career Builder Sounds Challenge lovely. there in late uh, January. But you could also go to the Bombers, yeah. which is five to thirty-five million, Ooh. and oh yeah, and they are awesome golf communities. The premier, it's like La Quinta, South Carolina. There's a few areas around the the country that are just golf communities, just uh, just hubs, and this is one of them. It's about to get cooler out there too. It's like it's it the once, season, once it's it. beautiful out there in the winter, man. They yeah, right now, not season, so much, dude. November first, it's like a kickoff. So all the big country clubs have a huge party for their members, and it's bang it's like a christmas party for them and they all hype it up huge it's fantastic these parties are just glamorous they're showy and you stay you're there for like six months you pack your bags go there november 1st bring a toothbrush and you're in stang has got one foot out the door to uh, close to mesa <laughs> man you try to break some news here I, right? I love that place the desert guy i think it's nice too yeah my wife and i really enjoy getting out there it's fun even palm springs which is which is another city adjacent everybody knows about has like a really cool Old Hollywood feel, and there's some dope restaurants that have opened in, in the years past. So mm-hmm. there you go, Stang. It's going to keep opening, Record yeah. So. Me, uh, city, of, uh, city of Palm Springs, City of La Quinta. The city of La Quinta. So it's about 25 minutes from Palm Springs. But the, the wreck in general, because we've got now a national global audience, right? So the wreck is get out of your cities every now and then. Go t- two hours away. You'll find land. You'll find destination. I mean, even if it's just for a weekend, a week, or if you're lucky enough to have a second home, 
Go do it, man. It's awesome. It changes your life. It's great if you have kids. It's just incredible to get out of your metropolitan, get out of your own environment. And I'm just watching all my clients that are going out there. They're, they love it. Yeah, because even it. if you're not coming from the L.A. area, they got a major airport in Palm Springs. You can fly from Northern California, mm-hmm. Phoenix, Absolutely. wherever. So Great call there, Rick. All right, there you go. Your Rex of the Week. Bring Get your ginger ale. Uh, get your, your mom a really cool birthday read from... Uh, Taylor Bashadi. Taylor Bashadi. And, uh, and come out to La Quinta. Call, call Stanger Group if you want a second home. <laughs> it really wasn't about the Stanger Group, okay? But it was more about get out of your cities, go get some land, or go, go to an area where you can lay your hair down a little bit and relax, man. Well, hey, let it ride. We'll keep track of your guys' picks. Continue supporting us, listeners. Uh, you know what really helps is, is five stars on the iTunes algorithm. So if you feel so inclined, uh, drop us that there. Drop us a comment. And uh, we'll keep engaging on, on Twitter. And uh, we love y'all. Thanks it's, so much. It's our boy DK's birthday uh, this week. So give him a shout out on, on social. Happy birthday, DK. Happy birthday, DK. Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. One love. One love. <laughs>